Hey, it's Chris Terry from Gen Z Media, and I've got some exciting news. The Unexplainable Disappearance of Mars Patel is now a middle-grade book series. You can read all about the exciting adventures of Mars, Caddy, JP, and Toothpick as they search for their missing friends and come up against the brilliant and mysterious billionaire Oliver Pruitt. Pick up a copy now at your favorite bookstore. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. Trainer, Pennsylvania, this is Pants on Fire. And now here's your host, they call her Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the supportive cushion of truth and the uncomfortable overpronation of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, which stands for Live in Studio Audience. The third. Excuse me? I'd prefer if you referred to me as Live in Studio Audience, the third. Oh, apologies, Lisa. I didn't realize that you came from a long line of Live in Studio Audiences. Oh, I, I don't. Oh. There's no first or second, Lisa. I would just prefer that you add the third. Oh, okay, I can do that. Joining us in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, which stands for Live in Studio Audience, the third, who is going to tell us how our game works, if he pleases. He doth. Okay, great. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other, it pains me to say, is a liar. Pains me to hear. It it pains us to sense. (laughs) And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. We hope. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about running shoes, shoes designed to protect your feet from the road, provide traction, cushion landings, and support your feet. Lisa, do robots ever wear running shoes? Absolutely. You do? You need all the benefits of running shoes, even though you don't have human feet? Oh, yeah, not for my feet. Uh, They're perfect for my ears when it's real cold outside. Oh, well, why wouldn't you just wear earmuffs when it's cold outside? What are you talking about, Deborah? Because (laughs) earmuffs don't have laces. And if I don't have laces, I can't tie the shoes around my ears, and then they'll fall off. Okay, right. Okay, well, maybe we'll learn about some other benefits of running shoes today. But first, can you tell us about our contestant? Yeah, sorry. Sorry I lost it there. That's okay. Sensitive issue. I understand. Our human child contestant is a 10-year-old who loves bagels with cream cheese, coding and collecting random stuff, Bennett Feynman. (laughs) Hi, Bennett. Welcome to Pants on Fire. Hi. Hi. Tell me about your random stuff. What do you collect? Uh, Just random stuff like bottle caps, rocks. Yeah, just, I also like collecting uh, shiny stuff. Shiny stuff. Submarines. Random stuff off the floor sometimes. Off the floor. Is that clean? uh, 
<laughs> okay, great. Well, we'd like to hear some more about you, Bennett, but we'd like to hear about it through our game, Two Truths and a Lie. You're going to tell us three facts. Two will be true facts. One will be a lie. Lisa and anyone listening along will try to figure out which one of those things is a lie. So what are your three facts, please? So my first fact is I use code.org to do my coding. Okay. Number two, I don't have any cats. You don't have any cats, okay. And number three, I like biking. You like biking. Okay, I feel like there's a trick here somewhere, but I'm not quite sure what it is. What do you think, Lisa? I know what the trick is. Okay, what? He has half a cat. (laughs) I know it. I've heard about people like you. You Uh, are one of those people who have half a cat, so I know that is a lie when you say you don't have any cats because you have half a cat. Okay, I'm not sure that that's a thing, but Uh that's your choice. Anyway, Bennett, which one of those is actually a lie? Well, it was the second one. Yes, I told you because he has half a cat. Well, basically, because um, I actually have basically two kittens. Oh. Yeah. Does that make half a cat? Well, I mean, they've kind of grown up since the years, but... I see. I I guess they could still be considered kittens. Okay. So you do have some sort of feline in your house, and you do like biking? I do like biking, and I... Wait. Code actually, and wait. code. Actually, the lie was that I don't use code.org. But you said you don't. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. So the lie, you don't use code.org. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that game is now called Two Lies and a Truth. I guess so. Thank you, Bennett, for <laughs> and a new I'm game. undefeated. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay, our first expert is Jenna Vaccaro. Please introduce yourself to Bennett. Hey, Bennett. I'm Jenna Vaccaro, and I'm a shoe designer for a shoe company. Okay. Thank you very much, Jenna. Let's meet our second expert, Joe Jacobs. Please introduce yourself to Bennett. Hi, Bennett. Joe Jacobs. I am the general manager of a small chain of running stores. You better go catch them. Hello. (laughs) High fives. Mm -hmm. He couldn't wait to say that one. Tell us about those soulful sounds, Lisa. Oh, Deborah, you're never going to believe it. Yes. It's hot seat time. (laughs) That is right. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Bennett's questions. Lisa, who should we put on the hot seat first? Jenna Vaccaro, because her name would be worth more points in Scrabble. (laughs) That is probably true. I mean, she's got a Q, she's got a V, she's got a J. Watch out! Okay, Bennett, do you have a question for Jenna? Um, where do you work? I work at New Balance. Okay, what do you do there? I'm a shoe designer. So basically, the marketing team and my product manager will come to me and tell me something that they have in mind for a shoe. And then it's my responsibility to kind of sketch it out, talk to the manufacturers, get to know the samples, get to know the runners who are going to be using the shoe in focus groups, which is like my favorite part. Have you ever been in a focus group? Uh, no, I don't think so. So basically, we give our shoes 
to people who we know who are runners, not necessarily professional runners, because we don't want to injure them in the event the shoe is not what they want. And then we put them through a series of physical challenges. And afterwards, we kind of sit and we talk about it and we see how they felt, see what could be improved, see what they loved, see what they didn't love. And the best perk about focus group is that they can go home with the sample. Oh, Mm, nice. Nice perk. So, Jenna, what was the training for your job? So I used to be a professional runner in college, and I was always having issues with my Achilles tendon. Do you know where that is on the body? Uh, no. Okay, so look at your body. Look at your leg. You see how you have your heel? Uh, yeah. And you know how you have your calf? Yeah. Right. Okay, so there's that, like, little area in between them. And if that's ruptured, that's really painful. And if it's ruptured, it basically means you can't run anymore. And I always kind of had issues with it. And in the middle of one of my races, I heard a snap. And I knew that that was it. Um, And at the time, I was sponsored by New Balance when I was running in school. And I had spoken to my sponsor at New Balance that I wanted to be involved in the running world, but I didn't know what to do. And my contact at New Balance introduced me to designing. I always had good fashion sense, according to them. And then they sent me over to Pencil Academy, which is in Portland, Oregon. And it's the only school where you can really learn how to design shoes. Mm -hmm. And they sponsored me to do that. And after I graduated from Emory, I started working in the New Balance office as a designer. Interesting. Hey, I'm just checking my body here, and I don't see this Achilles thing. I don't think they include that in robot design, Lisa. I think you're good. Okay. There's not anything wrong with me, right? No, of course not. Oh, no. no. I'm going to (laughs) be obsessing about this all night. No, definitely You're better off without it. All right, good. Yeah, it sounds like garbage. (laughs) Oh, my. Mine is. (laughs) Joe, how long have you been doing your job? So that's a good question, Bennett. So I have been working for Sneaker Factory for seven years now. I started out as a manager of one of our uh, stores in Basking Ridge, and uh, now I'm the general manager of the operation for the last few years. What do you do there? What's your day-to-day? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? Well, my day is uh, I, I, have, I have to wear many different hats during the day. So I thought it was a shoe company. Well, I wear, I wear lots of different shoes, too, <laughs> but... Wearing different hats, meaning Bennett, meaning um, I have many different tasks and I have to do many different things. So generally when I get in on the morning, I have to go downstairs to the stock room and I need to manually look at what I have in stock for every single size to make sure that I have the proper product to sell to my customers. Then when I get done with that, I might go upstairs and work on the sales floor for a little while and, and help folks find the right running shoes for their upcoming marathons or maybe maybe they have a bad Achilles like like Jenna. I actually have a bad Achilles myself and I need to help them find the right shoe to... to hopefully get fixed. Hmm. I hear that. <laughs> I'm really glad I don't have this Achilles thing. Yeah, sounds like a real <laughs> sounds, bummer. Yeah. yeah. It can be, yes. I mean, if you're a robot, then you could basically kind of get modified to go really fast. True. You know what? Yeah. I think this is a good idea. So this question is for both of you. What is a good running shoe? Yeah, what makes a good running shoe? So I think a good running shoe is one that's ergodynamic, which is a buzzword that we use around the office. Uh, It means run further, run faster. That's kind of our tagline for it. But a shoe that's ergodynamic is one that's durable, but also safe and comfortable. 
because you don't want a shoe that works really well that's uncomfortable. Could you imagine walking around with two planks of wood? Uh, yeah, that would be very, very painful, especially if there was nails in it. Definitely. With yeah, well, that's De- my existence, okay? Um. <laughs> Deborah, please upgrade my feet. I'll work on that. Do you want to hear something funny about the comfort of a shoe? Sure. Okay, so in the late 1800s, when they were first, like, whipping up latex and gel and figuring out what to use for material, they figured out that if you line the bottom of your shoe with dough, you know, like, with bread, that's actually quite comfortable. And oh. if it's proved to a certain amount of time, it's not going to break in your shoe. So a lot of times we will make the insoles of our shoe kind of similar to that of dough. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah, really, really also very interesting mm, as Yeah, that's well. why you can eat any shoe. <laughs> no. Well, okay. we do have edible. Pro- but I, I don't want to go there. Okay. <laughs> you have edible <laughs> shoes? Well, okay, not necessarily edible shoes, but there are some materials that we have found that are edible that work very well in terms of cushioning. Uh, you got your bologna. <laughs> you, got, you got your yogurt, you know, Greek yogurt. You can put that in your shoe. That doesn't uh, sound good. Yeah, do it. Yeah, that doesn't really sound correct. No, okay, I don't think well, Lisa's yeah. the running shoe expert. Fine. Okay, what about for, for Joe, what makes a good running shoe? Yeah, Joe, what makes a good running shoe? Well, Bennett, uh, the answer to that would be, it. I believe it, that it depends on the level activity of the individual, maybe the, um, the body size, body shape of the individual, what they're trying to achieve in the shoe. So, for example, just this morning at uh, 2 a.m. our time um, over in Vienna, Austria, a man by the name of Elliot Kipchoge became the first human being to ever run under two hours in the marathon. A marathon is 26.2 miles. Wow. Yeah, I, so, I wouldn't believe somebody would be running at 2 a.m. Well, no, it was, it was our time. Over, <laughs> oh. over there, I think it was around 9 a.m. But our time, it was 2 a.m. So I was up this morning at 2 a.m., set my alarm to get up to watch this because no human being's ever done that before. Wow. So uh, really quick, so under two hours in the marathon would mean that Mr. Kipchoge was running every single mile in four minutes and 33 seconds. This is a man and not a robot? He runs like a robot, but he is a man. Thank you. So (laughs) that was a really, really long way to explain uh, my answer being... The shoe that's going to be right for Elliot Kipchoge or somebody who's trying to win a marathon may not be right for the person who's walking into my store that's um, maybe trying to start a walking program or trying to gain a little bit of fitness or um, isn't, isn't trying to run for performance. So there are certain shoes that I sell that, that I wouldn't want to go and run a race in. But then there's other shoes that are much lighter and they're a little bit firmer and more snappy that I'm going to want to put on my feet and run really fast in. So I think the most important ans- way to answer that question is to start with what is your level activity and what are you trying to achieve in the shoe. It's also cool if you just sit still for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that too. You don't need a special shoe for that. Maybe a slipper. (laughs) And maybe one day, maybe they'll make like running shoes for robots. Oh, that would be But they probably have to make them square. Probably square and robots would actually have to want to run. Yeah. 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 You know what would be cool? If you could put running shoes on people so they can go get me stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, we got to work on that. <laughs> it's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Experts, get ready for this sprint of a round. Bennett, let's start with Jenna. Okay. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions. Now, New Balance is exploring what technology to make custom running shoes for runners. New Balance Boracay Foam. 
Black famous runner, first wore Adidas shoes. Pass. What is it called when your foot rolls too much to the inside of your step? Pronator. What is the slogan of the Brooks Running Shoes Company? Pass. What do they call the, the part of the shoe where your toes fit? The toe box. How many steps per minute do the professional runners take? Steps per minute, 100. What is the metal or plastic tube that is at the end of a shoelace? Lace guard. What was the original name of the Nike Shoe Company? The Nike Shoe Company, pass. That's all the time. Phew. Yeah, that was so much time, but yet not a lot of time. <laughs> that is true. Isn't time weird like that, Deborah? It's so strange. It keeps going. Yeah. Okay. Bennett, you can ask your shorts on fire questions for Joe now. Begin. How many miles can you run in running shoes before they start to fall apart? 250 to 500 miles. What was Nike named after? The goddess of victory. What are the three types of running shoes? Neutral, cushion, stability, and motion control. What runner won the marathon at the Olympics barefoot? Abiba Bikila. What did Nike co-founder use to make the, f- the soles of his first shoe? Waffle irons. How many pairs of running shoes are sold worldwide a year? I'm going to pass. The first pair of running shoes had what on the bottom of them? Rubber. Bubblegum. <laughs> Who is known as the father of running shoes? Adolf Dassler. And time. Time is up. Okay, you've run down the clock, and it is now decision time. Now, our contestant Bennett must lace together all the information he's heard to identify our liar. Bennett, who is the liar, liar, pants on fire? I think it is Jenna. Why do you think Jenna is our liar? Because during the shorts on fire, she just passed way too many times. But but I do feel that Joe is the liar. But I think I'm going to go with... My final decision is going to be Joe. Whoa, a switcheroo! Joe, now why Joe? What happened? Because he just seemed a little suspicious mm, in some he ways. He didn't seem... Like he was telling the truth. Okay, just something about his tone or the way he spoke? Yeah, I guess so. Because he kept talking about shoes? Yeah, is that it? Yeah, I guess so. So your final answer is Joe is the liar? Yes. Okay. Will our actual, true, running shoes expert please tell us who you are? Hello, Bennett. (gasps) Oh, Oh, I had thoughts about... You should have gone with your first choice. That's right, Joe Jacobs is the general manager of the Sneaker Factory Running Centers, the oldest running shop in New Jersey. But you had it so close, it was very difficult. I totally get it. It is time to do some fact checking. Joe, what did Jenna tell us with a forked tongue? Well, the first thing that I picked up on was that she was a pro runner in college, which I wish I had known that was allowed because I would have loved to make a little money in college. Uh, But it's not allowed. It's not allowed, no. Yeah, you're not allowed to go to college. <laughs> that is not what he meant. <laughs> That's true. Um, also, um, running shoe dough. I've never heard of it. I have not heard of that either, but then I don't know anything. But it sounds very tasty. Yeah, it does sound tasty. <laughs> oh, what? I've, I've been eating all these shoes. <laughs> oh. And Jenna, what facts did you share that lacked traction? 
The dough does not exist. Aw, too bad. But I created that because rubber foam, which was created in 1929, Eric Owen, he whipped up latex like you'd whip up a sponge cake. Oh. And so I thought, how fun would that be if it was like actual food? It was kind of believable. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, some of the shorts questions just to review. Um, let's see, New Balance is exploring a technology to make custom running shoes for runners with 3D printing. Um, the famous runner first uh, who wore Adidas shoes was Jesse Owens. The original name of the Nike shoe company is Blue Ribbon Sports. And the metal or plastic tube that is at the end of a shoelace. Joe, do you know what that is? Aglet. That is an aglet. Yeah. I, would, I kind of assumed you would know what that is. It's a good word to say. Try it, Bennett. Aglet. Aglet. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, we've crossed the finish line for today. Thank you to our contestant, Bennett, who is our favorite marathon man. And thank you to our expert and liar, Joe and Jenna, and to Lisa for trotting out the tones. And, of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into Pants on Fire, where lies are our arch enemies and the truth will always win the race. Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit bestrobotever.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa. And you can find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at Pants on Fire Cast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. I'm going to go not run. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>